Hello, this is Bill Lytell for Wisdom for Your Walk. One more, one more episode in, in these uh, little podcast truths that I have learned through a period of time. I want to talk to you about secular history versus spiritual history. It dawned on me that, um, and, and you know, I don't know if you've been around some, some history buffs, they call them. I like history. I read history. My dad was a real history buff, Civil War history, World War II history. He wrote, the, he read that book, Greatest Generation, and so many other books about those, those two events. It was pretty authoritative, really, on what happened. Um, but, but, you know, every, every hundred years, every century has its, uh, has its war, has its heroes of war. The Civil War had uh, Stonewall Jackson and maybe Robert E. Lee or some other heroes of war that people say, hey, you know, these they would do statues about them. But pretty soon, as we've seen recently, a generation comes up that says, we don't care about these people. We have nothing to do with these people, and so we don't want them around. They want to tear the statues down and erase the memory of those folks. And in the 1700s, there was the wars that they had in that century. 1600s, they had their troubles and wars. And I imagine they had heroes going all the way back to Napoleon, going all the way back to the earliest time of man. There, Jesus said there would be wars and rumors of wars. And with that comes heroes, comes history, events, things that people want to remember that happened. But the truth of the matter is, and you know this to be so, in 300 years from now, almost nothing that we did here in this century will be really of much interest to anyone. I mean, they really won't care about World War One and World War Two and Korea and Vietnam and and uh, Afghanistan and, and all these other places that we've been in. They won't even know about it. They won't know the people involved in it. They won't know Schwarzkopf's name. They just won't know. It won't mean anything. In fact, I even say, <coughs> excuse me, that the graves. You know, you get buried, you do a headstone, you put your name on it, you put a little inscription on it. Uh, you, you get put in a place where other people are buried. And, you know, your your son, your daughter, they may visit you a little bit once in a while, maybe in their lifetime. They may go back to your grave three, four times, maybe less, maybe more. And then their grandchildren may one time in their lifetime go back and see your grave site, maybe never go back to see it. And, of course, their children, your great-grandchildren, uh, they're never going to, great-great-grandchildren, never going to go back, never going to see it, probably don't even know where you're buried. And if somebody isn't taking care of it, it'll be overgrown and, and lost to knowledge and history. But imagine 300 years. That can happen in 100 years, but imagine 300 years. 300 years, another government may take over and take a bulldozer and bulldoze all those graves and plant, plant crops there because they have no contact or care about it. I read in Psalm, uh, it was Psalm 52, I believe, in verse 6, the righteous, well, let me go back to verse 5. God shall likewise destroy thee forever. He shall take thee away and pluck thee out of the dwelling place and root thee out of the land of the living, Selah. The righteous also shall see and fear and shall laugh at him. Lo, this is the man that made not God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches, and strengthen himself in his wickedness. But the psalmist said, But I'm like a tree, green olive tree in the house of God. 
I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. What hit me was secular history is not even important. Now, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm not trying to down learning history. I'm not trying to say to the kids, don't study history in school. But I'm, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is, ultimately, the only history that's really important and the history that we, that, that we as born-again believers should care about, and, and, and if I may say heaven cares about, is the sacred history. Secular history the world's history, will not be remembered in heaven, not even be important. Uh, it'll be gone. But spiritual or sacred history of the born-again believer, those that do the will of God, will remain forever. Uh, the, the, um, the Bible's clear on this. In Isaiah chapter 65, verse 17, he says, For behold, I create new heavens and new earth. Former things shall not be remembered or come into mind. Revelation 21 in New Testament, verse 4. God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, no sorrow, no crying. There shall be any pain, for the former things are passed away. The Bible, and that's just a couple places, but the Bible makes it clear that the events that happen in this world, the only ones really to be remembered at all are the things you do for God. The Bible says that Jesus said, if you give a cup of water and name of a disciple, you'll barely not lose your reward. And imagine doing the will of God. Uh, the world passed away in the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. That's First John 2.17. So, secular history versus sacred history. Uh, which one are you putting your investment in? Are you putting your investment of life in, in doing the will of God? Who's important, really? It's that bus captain in your church. He's big with God. Who's important, really? Not who's president of the United States, but who's head of door-to-door ministry and going out there and trying to win souls to Christ and uh, knocking on doors, seeing people get get saved, or possibly visiting these neighbors or passing tracks out to see if some folks would get saved. Who's important, really? Uh, it's it's uh, nursery workers that are helping so the service can be quiet and people can... Uh, Pay attention to what's being preached. What's really important? What's be, what's important? It's not the secular; it's the sacred. Sacred is way more important than the secular. I hope you get that. I I can't say enough, and I can't say it enough uh, that the things you do for God will never f- pass away. They'll never fade. They'll never go anywhere. But the things you do in this world's history, and you know we all have to do mundane things. I mean, we wash clothes and, you know, paint houses and fix cars and and we fish and play golf and all that's gone, you know, burn up, going to be gone. Uh, but he that doeth the will of God remaineth and abideth forever. And I'm going to tell you this to you. I hope you grab yourself and you shake yourself and you, and you, and you think about it. What, the local church is what's important in, in history. In, in the world history, it's going to be the people that did the will of God, the local church of Jesus Christ, all of those little things that nobody the world don't even give a rip about, they don't pay attention to, they don't even think is important, is big with God. It's, sac- it's sacred history. It'll not be forgotten. It'll always be remembered. 
because God's going to make sure it is at his judgment seat. Everything that you do, every idle word that a man speaks, the Bible said, Jesus said, uh, you'll be given account of in that day. The things we do, good or bad, uh, our works will be given account of and eternal reward will be given based on those things. Oh, dear one, don't blow it. Don't mess around in this life and lose out by putting all your emphasis on secular history and not on sacred history. Be part of a local church. I made it a covenant a long time ago. Wherever I moved, and I moved a little bit going to college and back forth, wherever I went, I was going to be a blessing to the local church. I was going to be a financial blessing. I was going to be a service blessing. I was going to be a maintenance blessing. I was going to be a soul-winning participant blessing. I was going to be a team player. I was going to be for the local church. I was going to be for the preacher, for the deacons, for the program. Basically, if I may sum it up, I was going to be a team player. And then when I moved somewhere else, they were, they were sad to see me go. Well, amen, because I was all in. Are you all in? I hope you are. If you're not, if you're around the edges, if you're playing around the edges in life, and you're kind of going to local church, but you know they can't rely on you being there Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, you may or may not be there. Something else may come up. you got to shake yourself, man. You need to be part of this deal. You need to be all in 100%. Don't you, don't you treat that lightly because that's what counts. That's what's really big in heaven. And may the Lord bless you, keep you, cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Love you. Appreciate you listening to these. Any comments you want to make on these, I believe there's a section you can do that with. And uh, and it'll be a good thing for all of us, encourage all of us. Bill Lytell, Wisdom for Your Walk.